I'm Amy, sex educator, somatic sex and relationship coach, and sex shop owner. And I'm April, VP of an international high-end pleasure products company and boss queen sex toy mogul. We're best friends who make our own rules about who we are as sexual beings. With everything from how to be a badass in the bedroom to top tips for bringing your relationship to the next level, we have something just for you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com. Hello, everyone. Hey, everybody. We are recording live, but this won't go on there live. But, but we're going recording live from s- this beautiful house in San Francisco. It's so nice. Oh my god! It's like there's my a dog. Dream home. Can we say the dog's name? We don't say people's names, but name a dog named Big Sir and a dog named Whistles. <laughs> <laughs> whistles doesn't whistle Whistle. Though. Whistles like Ehh. you never know. Um, this house is absolutely gorgeous. It's a beautiful day in the city. We are on our little podcast tour today, and we are here. We drove up here for one particular reason, and it is for Sean from The Love Drive, who's in town from Montreal. He was on... Just to see us. He came in town just for (laughs) us. So we drove up here just for him, and if you don't know who we're talking about, he... Uh, did the episode with us. That is our number one episode out of all 80-something episodes thus far. It was um, Everything Women Wish You Knew About Eating Pussy. And that is our top listened to episode. What was that? What was that? It was, it was episode episodes ago. 54, I think. Because yes. I just tried to search for it the other day. I think it was in the 50s. And July. It, we recorded it in July. That's a top episode over episode two, which, w- which was our number one episode before that. Yeah. So you all love Sean and you all love the episodes. So this one is a similar concept. It's everything men wish you knew about sucking cock. Yep. Yep. You heard it. You're excited. So this could actually apply to any penis owner or those folks that love penises or just if you hate really. if you don't have a penis and you hate penises tune out no. yeah <laughs> no just skip to maybe episode. you want to learn something though yes. why not so we're super excited to have sean here we just found out that sean is single and so <laughs> he I lives know. in montreal so he if you're in montreal and you're single uh-huh he's a catch he's he he's is a catch. Like a, the silver fox thing going on super knowledgeable about yeah. all the things <laughs> so yeah we're, we're excited you can send us an email if you're interested yeah, we'll, we'll be screening <laughs> we <can> him <laughs> yeah we'll be screening sean so i mean he He's, yeah, he's a catch and is, well, we'll talk more about his podcast soon. So, um, okay. So before we dive into the cock, which is going to be so much fun, uh, we have a couple of announcements as per usual, and we're going to answer a sex question about cock with Sean. So this is going to just be a fun whole little hodgepodge of gloriousness. Um, let's see. What are our announcements? What do we have today? Announcement number one. me, 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 me. me. Our workshop. What was your news? Your news thing. <laughs> That's <laughs> north, east, west, south. Remember okay, I taught you that. That's what news stands for. Ah, news. Yes, <laughs> I know. I learned <laughs> that. Okay, so announcement. Our workshop. We talk about this on the last podcast, but it's the holidays, as you all know. And even if you don't celebrate the holidays, and um, we have a workshop for female-identified folks. It is called "How to Be a Badass in the Bedroom." It's all online. You can do all of this workshop from your own home in the privacy of your own home. It has four videos. They're each under 30 minutes. There's all kinds of wonderful practices, sexy homework on how to really cultivate your inner badassness. Uh, and 
one of the beauties of it is you get to work directly with us. You have direct contact with us to answer your sex questions and get your relationship support. And we are offering 20% off for the month of December for the holidays. We will expire December 31st. So buy it for yourself. Buy it for someone you love. It's a good gift to you or to someone. So go to our website at shamelesssex.com. Click on workshops. And if you go to, if you enter shameless 20, you get 20% off. I also want to throw in that uh, we gave folks free access to some videos that that buy the uh, workshop. Mm -hmm. They get free access. So it's a free gift. So find out more. Go to our website and check that out. Yeah, there's other stuff on there. Um, and you know, what we did with this workshop, I, I loved it. We got because we love we get sex questions all the time. We got this one that was really touching from someone that, that had been through a lot of trauma. I sometimes cry after reading this. I, oh my that yeah, the one she sent. I was like, yes, oh my little heart. Definitely. And so we sent get sent her the workshop for free as a gift, and she was, lives in the UK. So give mm-hmm. a little shout out to you, wonderful human in the UK. Um, sending you all the love and. We hope that you're doing well. So uh, that's uh, announcement one, workshop. Announcement, yeah. Two is the advent. Well, Bijou. Bijou's new thing. The 12 Sexy Days, which is, it's really cool. So they're just doing this limited edition box. There's 12 different items in the box. It is it's like an advent calendar. It's like an advent calendar, but it could be. But way sexier. Yes. No and it could be given <laughs> at any time of the year because it's just 12 sexy days. So mm. there are various things in there wearables, body jewelry. Everything is there. They do everything so well. They execute just, it's like designer looking items, but for not designer prices. It's a good gift for Hanukkah because you have Hanukkah, something you can open Kwanzaa, on every day. Yeah, all the things. New Year's, anything. But you get various things like there's some nipple tassels. There's a there's blindfold, a, a vibrator, garters. Ooh. There's um, ooh, they have the um, pasties, the maze thing, the the leather choker. Ooh, sexy. Yeah, so you get to open a different gift every day. Why not? Why have just gifts for one day if not oh, just have? Why not twelve? And think about how how you could turn that into this like sexy little evening <gasps> with your partner. Yeah, every like, which one do you? Single night is a new bo- like a little body adorning piece. Yes. Ooh, and it's uh, $195, but remember, that sounds like a lot, but you're getting over $500 value for $195, and because you are a shameless sex listener, that means you out there in listening land, Ooh. you get a discount. Off. Yeah. With coupon code SHAMELESS on their website. So go to Bijou Indiscrets, and if you look up 12 Sexy Days, you will find this wonderful item we are talking about. Um, we'll do some photos of it too, and I snag mm. them up because this is just a. Uh, I think I don't know. It might be a limited thing for the holidays, right? So I believe so. I Get think it. they're going to have it until early next year. Get it. So check that out. Check it out. What else we got? Um, let's do the sex question, then we can talk about other things later. Okay. Yeah. Should we? Are we ready? Oh, you wanted to tell a story. Oh well, I have just a vulnerable share. We can talk about it in the podcast. Maybe Sean will have some advice for you. Maybe. Or do you want to talk about it now? Um. I'll just brief on it. It's okay. not going to be long. I just, it's kind of funny for all of you out there that think that uh, some of the things that happened to me in my life are funny <laughs> because I constantly am entertaining myself. So I had a moment this weekend. I get really sad during the holidays. Every year, Thanksgiving to Hanukkah to Christmas, I just get bummed because I don't have children, nor will I have children. I'm not in the, you know, maybe I'll adopt when I'm 70 or something. But Dogs. I, oh, yeah, I don't have dogs either. So anyway, I am sitting around after Thanksgiving with my partner and his one of his closest friends, and their phones are, like, blowing up. And this happened for quite a while, and I, I don't remember. I looked at my phone. I'm like, not one single person has reached out to me. It's Friday. What if I died? No one would even know except the people that were in the room with me. So I had this whole dark kind of sad spiral thing and I got really vulnerable and my partner looks at me and he's like, what's going on with you? Is everything okay? I was like, I'm fine. 
I'm fine. And so the, <laughs> fine. the night proceeds to linger on and we're watching another movie. And then what happens uh, is I decide to tell everyone, I'm like, do I, do I, like, am I lovable? <laughs> Do you Cute. guys love me? And so they were like, what are you talking about? I'm like, everybody's phone's blowing up. I'm the only one that hasn't had folks reaching out to me. I don't have children. I don't have. And they're like, whoa. And I went in like I'd, my don't space where I just got really sad. I'm like, I don't even have an emergency contact. And they all just started laughing. And then I was sort of like, <laughs> they did, which wasn't very you know sensitive. But they were like, of course. Then they kind of talked me off the ledge. But I just want everyone to know out there. It's okay not to have an emergency contact. It's okay not to have children. If you do have children, awesome for you. But I just, I came back and, and bounced back from that situation thinking that it's okay to just be your own person and be your own security blanket from time to time. But definitely reach out to people if you are feeling sad and lonely. And if you need an emergency contact, maybe Sean will be mine. Yeah. I mean, I could be yours too, Sean, but you want to get on board? <laughs> I'm just curious if your phone was on airplane mode. <laughs> maybe it was. <laughs> I just think possible. I just honestly probably manifested wanting to be just shut down from the world because I am always going on go mode. And I think I sort of put that out there in my own head and hadn't reached out to anybody else like with anything. So that being said, it was a vulnerable, sad space for me, but I worked through it and I feel better about the holidays, though. Holidays do that to people. They bring up so much. They bring up, bring things up. It's like a mirror for like, all right, where are you at? Who loves you? How many people do you have in your life? It is. And it's all measured by presence. And I also don't have family that live in Santa Cruz. Uh, You know, my family's from the Midwest, so it has this extra element of loneliness because, but I do have a wonderful friend group. I do feel like I'm very loved within my my circle of work friends to real, you know, life friends that I am with every day. It just was a moment for me. And it was a moment of vulnerability where I was open about how I was feeling, which was hard. So that's my share for the day. I need to emergency contact. to you, Sean? It does. But when I want a, a, like a loving text message from somebody and I'm not getting one, I will just send myself the text message that I want and then it, you receive it instantly. <gasps> I never thought about doing that. That's Would you do that, Chip? Text yourself. Yeah, text yourself. That's true. <laughs> you know what? My phone, too. I call myself fine-ass bitch in my phone. Someone actually changed it. Uh, that My friend back like four years ago changed it. So every time I get anything from myself, like an email, it says fine-ass bitch. I don't know how to change it back, to be honest with you. So it doesn't say. So I didn't do that. But when I send myself a text to remember something, it's it like, comes up as fine-ass fine bitch. bitch. And I'm like, oh, so that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. And you get so it instantly. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, you get that shit instantly. Yeah. And then and you're complimenting yourself. Hey, fine. What you could just send us a message and be like, hey, can you send me some love? We're like, oh, okay. Love. I'll tell you all the reasons why I love you so much. Yeah. Well. Well, Chip, next time. I'm here for you. Thanks. So Sean. Emergency contact. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I'll be bro. your ice contact. Yeah. Oh, thank you. From Montreal. <laughs> so let's let's dive on in here, Sean. We had this funny conversation before about um about this this topic, right? Of um, of everything men, uh, men wish you knew about sucking cock, and you were like, "Well, I'm coming from like I've only sucked a couple cocks." <laughs> we were, you know, coming to you with the perspective like you have a cock and you get your cock sucked, but also you have experience on both sides. Yeah, I was trying to give like a balanced, <laughs> you know, viewpoint at least from my perspective. That's helpful. I have more experience receiving than I do giving for uh-huh. sure. Yeah, but I did give it the good old college try. How was in that? high school. In high in high school, you well, just it started. Experiment. It started in high school. Yeah, oh. the experimenting started in high school, uh, and honestly, it felt a little bit like sucking on an elbow. 
like in terms of how arousing it was, like it wasn't, it didn't really do much for me. It wasn't your jam. No, I think going down on women is a, is much more arousing for me. Mm-hmm. But I still, I actually, I thought I was gay for a, a while. Yeah. Because I was turned on by like penises turned me on, specifically uncircumcised penises. Huh. So a lot of the porn that I looked at or still do look at has to has ha- have like penises present in it. Uh-huh. And so I was like, well, I must be gay. But I also didn't want to make out with dudes or be in relationships with dudes. But I still I was just confused, yeah. you know, especially in like teen teenagehood. Mm-hmm. And so I solicited some dude that I met <laughs> in an AOL chat room. <laughs> Can I suck your cock? Nice. Yeah, in San Jose, M for M, male for male. Oh. When I was 16 years old, we met up in this is Okay, in a community center bathroom in Los Gatos. <laughs> Whoa, that's right over the hill from us. Nice. <laughs> Loped out, and uh, and like we blew each other, and it was incredibly awkward. And his penis was really big, and like hung to the left. I didn't know what to do, <laughs> and it just it didn't really culminate in anything. And that was my experience, like blowing dudes for like fifteen years. Like I was just, I just didn't feel like I needed to experiment anymore. But I still kind of thought I might have some sort of like by curiosity yeah interest or whatever and then i've tried again recently in like threesome scenarios still the same thing a little bit like an elbow (laughs) but i think i've gotten a little bit better but it just also it just doesn't turn me on like i just don't get aroused that's the idea of it is interesting but i feel the same way about uh hooking up with women too it's like a research project for me like Maybe I'll try this like thing. Like poking around, you're like, I'm like, with this you. is interesting, but it's more, it's 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 all heady. It's like, it's I'm not like, oh, this is really arousing, or I'm like so into the cock. It's painfully straight. I just I decided painfully straight. It's yeah. hard over here. Yeah, willing. <laughs> yeah, painfully straight, willing to explore, but yeah. it, like you said, it's more of a research project. Yeah, I want to know what's going on. Uh huh. But you have received a so lot much. of oral. Yes. So <laughs> much. Uh huh. I think probably more. I mean, I've probably received more blowjobs than like than had had sexual in like intercourse partners uh-huh. right because there's sometimes you're going to hook up with someone and it's not gonna it's not going to lead to intercourse so yeah i've had i have some experience receiving hey we forgot to t- i mean people have probably listened to the past episode but can you tell our people they're like is this just some guy talking about blowjobs can you tell them who you are <laughs> <laughs> my name is sean galanos i am the host of the love drive podcast i'm also a certified love advisor mm-hmm. and i'm also just some guy <laughs> who likes to talk about sex um the goal of the love drive has always been to like make sex and love less awkward i'm focusing a little bit more on love but but sex comes with it mm-hmm. you know it's part of the it's part of the landscape uh, it's something that i have always had like a bottomless well of passion to talk about mm. so i guess this is why we're here today yeah so we can talk about it and yeah i wrote i wrote a blog post called what women wish you knew about eating pussy then we were and it was one of my most popular blog posts then we recorded an episode of the podcast together which became one of your most mm-hmm. popular downloads and now we're recreating it for different penis angle. owners. Yeah, yeah different angles. See angle. how it goes. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. And there's a lot of di- the sim- similar challenges for men to receive or for penis owners to receive as as difficult as is, as it is for people, you know, with with pussies to receive. Mm-hmm. There's that's like an element that doesn't really change. I have uh I have encountered in my day some penis owners who um, didn't want my face close to their genitals. It brought up a lot for them, and which is it's a, you know, a similar thing for female body folks. Is like this idea. And I didn't, 
it was like a, that happened more so in like one time things. So I didn't get the opportunity to explore that. Like, what is that all about? You know, is there, but there was like some shame that would come up. The closer my head would go to the cock, the more they would like kind of push me away a little bit. It was just brought up a lot too. So um, I think that we live in a culture that thinks that that the penis has it so easy. You know, they deal with erectile stuff and maybe some premature ejaculatory stuff, which we can talk about that bullshit <laughs> as well. <laughs> um, but there is the same shame, insecurities, st- getting stuck in their heads, or like the pressure, there's all, and it happens in different ways, but it's there too. Well, penis size, I think, comes into it. I think there's a lot of That's men who, big, are, yeah. who are really bummed about their pe- penis size. And I think you you can experience, I guess, geni- we can just call it genital shame. Mm-hmm. Genital shame. Genital shame. People yeah. have genital shame. Um, I remember hooking up with this woman, uh, with a French woman, and it's been my experience here in America that that penetrative sex is more intimate than oral sex. Mm-hmm. That's sort of just the way I've seen it. In France, or or with this woman, she sort of felt that oral sex was more intimate than penetrative sex, and I sort of get it. I mean, you were like talking about putting genitals in your mouth. Yeah. I mean, what's more intimate than that? I mean, feeling. I think getting penetrated can feel more. Can feel more um, intimate. So when you are getting penetrated. For me, giving yeah. a blowjob is way more intimate than actually penetrative, like vaginal sex, because I have not given. I've only given three people in my whole life a blowjob. Right. So I remember that story. Yeah, so for me it is. I, I totally I totally have to have a specific level of intimacy and in, in exchange for going down on um, a male bodied individual. I'm the opposite I'm the American who is like penetrative sex is way more personal and in, and yeah it's there's a lot more to that for me and I can count how many people I have had penetrative sex with but uh, oral sex is a whole different story it's like much more of an open free for all of like there's less um, attachment to it being something really big um, and and yeah if I tried to figure out the number for all the cocks I sucked it would be very challenging. Okay. Well, I don't let's, know what let's it go. It's probably still <laughs> under a hundred. Like it's, uh, probably, it's probably, I'm not saying it's like a thousand people, but it's definitely, you know, I know how many people I've had sex with. Um, but that's just something like, I don't, I don't even know where to start figuring that one out. So anyways, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll have an evening of wine yeah. and going past. Like, okay. That one let's guy, make a list. that one time. It can just have a name like that. The one guy, the one time in the one place. When I have, you said, I do have this thing when I'm intimate with people, I don't have sex with them on the first time that we're spending time together. Um, I have maybe like one or two people in, in my life. Um, one of well, no, I won't get into, but it's actually really awesome. But I do it because, I want to feel their bodies out first, like, you know, by making out and just all kinds of other touching to see if, if it's even going to be worth it to have penetrative sex. Because if our bodies aren't really working that well together, I don't want to have penetrative sex. It's not going to feel very great for me. But blowjobs are like part of the figuring the body out thing. Yeah. You don't need to have great chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some people probably do, but. Yeah. It's just more. Yeah. There's there's more. There's. It's more like one person giving and the other one just kind of hanging out as opposed to two bodies moving together. Yeah. And that's there's a different thing there. It's more passive. I think yeah, I've given passive. five blowjobs I was to people. Five dudes now. Five dudes yeah, now? Yeah, I just remembered two just other dudes. By two. <laughs> yeah. And you, how many do you have, Sean? I probably have about five. <laughs> yeah. yeah, as well. You guys are tied. <laughs> two of them are my friends. 
Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, I had threesomes with them, and it was just there, you know? Yeah. Like, it was oh. just, <laughs> there it is. It's there, and it's hard, and I'm here, and it's we might as well just give it a shot. Let's see. Maybe, you know, maybe I'll like it more now. Uh-huh. No, I don't. What do you think? So what do you think? Are, what are your top tips for, I mean, because you, when you wrote the article about everything women wish you knew about eating pussy, you know, it was like five, it was five, right? Five particular things that were like these, it wasn't steps. It was like the five things you should do. Do you have, spe- it doesn't have to be fine, but do you have specific things that you that you think people should totally do when it comes to sucking cock? I mean, you know, go slow at first. Uh-huh. I mean, that's that's sort of you guys' motto. Slower than slow and then slower than that. That's right. Um, <clears throat> here's the thing. I'm uncircumcised. So it's. I think it's different. Like the way you would handle my penis is different than the way you would hand, handle a circumcised penis. And tell our listeners why or in what way. Well, in my experience, I think that... Uh, um, I'm, I'm not an expert in this department, obviously, but uncircumcised uncircum- penises can be a little less sensitive mm-hmm. and there there's uh there's less skin and there's this thing called the frenulum where mm-hmm. it all kind of connects mm-hmm. and i think some women are used to having to give more stimulation like more pressure more pressure yeah. a little bit more of a like Faster, a harder yeah harder touch and like that doesn't work for me at all mm-hmm. and so i've had to give a lot of instruction or guidance on really starting really slow and really gently. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people just don't have a lot of experience because I think in America, I think we're, we're catching up in terms of uh, people, parents circumcising their children, doing it less and mm-hmm. less now. Um, but for the most part, we're still, there's less of us yeah. out there, I think. Well, yeah, because when you cut off the foreskin, it's interesting. It's interesting, first of all, that we're doing that. We're like, hmm, you're born imperfect. Let's cut you apart, right, when you're young. Or some people are doing it even when they're older to... Um, and for sometimes it's health reasons. You know, sure. Sometimes the foreskin, it, it, it actually hurts every time they get hard because they can't even move it through it. Yeah, it happen- yeah. What's the name of it? Phimosis. Phimosis. Yeah. Yeah, that's Where they can't, like, they, they, they can't retract all the way. Yeah. And then there's, a like, a cleanliness issue, a hygiene issue, and also mm-hmm. maybe a pain issue. Yeah. Yeah, and so there's those things, but it's just it's a general practice for um, a lot of people, and regardless of it being a health issue or a cleanliness issue, just like oh yeah, that's what we do. Um, and then when you so we take the religious or yeah. cultural, but, it, yes. but even people who aren't religious, it's based on old. Yeah, and I'm just religious. It's like was it like you know a lot of stuff from Kellogg? Oh my god, the terrible things. Were we talking about that yesterday? Um, Kellogg, the ye old cereal family who. Um, they, back in the day in the Victorian era when it was all about how masturbation is like the worst thing ever, they were sewing in wire in little boys' penises so they wouldn't touch themselves because it would hurt every time that they got hard. Hmm. This is Kellogg cereals, everyone. This is like, they're related. Like this is, anyways, so. I'm not eating those cereals ever again. Yeah, look at them and be like, the (laughs) devil. Um, But, so when you cut off the foreskin though, the foreskin has a lot of nerve endings. So you're already getting rid of a lot of nerve endings, and it's there to protect something on purpose, just like the clitoral hood. Like, if you took my clitoral hood off, my clit would be rubbing all over my pants, and what would eventually happen was it would develop more of, like, a harder tissue to protect itself. And that's what happens to circum- circumcised penises. The head, because it's constantly exposed, develops a little bit of a harder tissue, and that's where you're talking about it might need more pressure. Yeah. Are you ready for the Unleashed Tour? where shamelessness, sexiness, and laughter collide in a hilarious orgy of fun, discovery, and sex edutainment. 
Embark on a captivating nationwide journey with the Shameless Sex Podcast and an electrifying ensemble of sex educators and sex-positive entertainers as they bring you an unforgettably titillating live experience. Be a part of mesmerizing, entertaining, boundary-pushing acts, shameless sex style. Ever heard of the Slurpee stick shift? Want to learn how to bury your face in her? How about some dirty talk improv or brat taming 101? Hmm. Get ready for nonstop laughter as our charismatic hosts and entertainers weave humor into the fabric of this liberating celebration of sexual diversity and freedom. Engage in interactive segments, Q&A sessions, and a chance to connect with like-minded individuals in an inclusive and empowering environment. Listen up, Portland, Chicago, Seattle, we're coming to you. For more information and to get your tickets right now, go to shamelesssex.com and be part of a night that will be fun, educational, sexy, hilarious, and shamelessly unforgettable. Seats are filling up fast, so don't miss out on the most unforgettable show of the year. What's up, Shameless Sex Fam? Is your sex life important to you? Hmm. What about your relationships? And also, let me ask you this. Who can relate to this story? Things were once so good in the bedroom with my partner, and now it's a mess, and I don't know what to do. Where's my happily ever after, Yeah, 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 what about me? Or how about so many aspects of my life are fantastic, but when it comes to sex and relationships, I feel so lost. Yep, been there. Uh, Mm -hmm. Me too. Mm -hmm. And this is why you all need Shameless Sex, the the book. book. We give you simple, simple solutions and a framework that you can use. You can customize it to you. Yes, you gives you the tools, the right tools for your sex and relationship. So you get what you desire and it's fun. It's playful. Right, Amy? We're always playful. It's kind of sexy. And did I mention how easy we make it for you? You have to check out Shameless Sex. Plus the testimonials, they're coming in from everywhere. And this book has helped people just like you recreate and create the sex life of their dreams. So you can do it too. Go to, where are they going, Amy? Shamelesssex.com. Oh, how easy is that? Just go to shamelesssex.com and click on the book, okay? And you can get it however you choose. If you want, want it, hardcover, yeah. audio. Hardcover? We got you hardly yeah. covered. <laughs> you know, and then let's talk about porn showing all this like fast and hard and fast and hard and all the penises in porn, not all of them, but oftentimes they're circumcised. Yeah. You don't see a lot of uncircumcised cocks in porn. I'm lo- I'm actively looking for it. You like them, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm actively looking yeah. for them. Where are they? Yeah, they're on Pornhub. If you just type in uncut cock, you'll get a whole bunch. It, it's, I mean, like a, it's like a fetish. If you if <laughs> yeah. you travel outside the U.S., because I had been traveling outside the U.S. for so long, it's rare to find a circumcised penis. I mean, it's like one in. 25 is not circumcised in Scotland, for instance, mm-hmm. which I was like, whoa, think about those stats. And then you, uh, if you go to s- uh, southern um, portions of like Latin America, no one's circumcised, really. Right, right. So it's so, uh, it's very American. Uh, I don't know about Australia, but I, so I have had experience with uncircumcised cocks, but not blowjobs, unfortunately. Right, unfortunately. Damn it. But I wish I had now for this episode to does share. It, does it feel different? <laughs> 
when you're being penetrated with a circumcised versus uncircumcised? Uh, yeah. Not really. No. Not that. No. I don't. I mean, I have. I felt like it's its own little lubrication. Exactly. Like you vessel. Have your own I thought it was amazing. When was you like, oh. cut off the foreskin, it dry, the glands dry up, and they only now get like the precom lubrication. But with your foreskin, we're looking at you, Sean. You have some. Uh, yeah. You have your own natural lubricators. Well, it's and not. It's, sleeve. it's it's uh-huh. yeah. It's more of a, a masturbation sleeve, a wizard sleeve, if you will, than it is like a, a wizard w- sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> Or, or like, remember that like jelly roll yes. thing? Okay, yeah, yes. I don't know. You're like, did I just date myself? Totally. Yes, <laughs> I, I tried to find one of those just for like to have around the house or something, and I found one on Amazon for like thirty dollars. Oh. But oh, nice. But it was like uh, looked like a sea cucumber mm-hmm. or some sort of snake roll. I forget exactly what they called it. So that that action sort of works, and you don't need any lube. You don't need any lube. Yeah. So you can really sort of like masturbate anywhere, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of handy. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. no pun intended. Uh, oh wow, nice! Uh, <laughs> you did something there. <laughs> I you didn't really do it did on something. purpose. I didn't do it on purpose. Yeah. So that's one of the tips: is like go slow. Mm-hmm. Right. Just, just the tip, maybe. Just nice. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> These ladies are on fire. They're on fire. It's the green tea. Oh, yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. So go slow, and yeah, I think that would apply. You know, this isn't just for uncircumcised cocks. Like, if you don't know the cock, why why not start slow? You know, what do you have to lose by starting slow? You're going to work up the nerve, to build them up anyways. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, we can actually back up and, and we can say the tip number one is, like, talk to your partner, which I, I feel like people don't really do, especially in the beginning phases like of a, a new relation. Phase. Yeah, like a hookup phase. Uh, it, I mean, it depends who... Depends if you have a lot of experience asking people what they like. I feel like I have more experience and I, and I am more vocal about what I like and, and asking other people what they like. And so that conversation might come up. But I think maybe generally it doesn't tend to come up uh, in a hookup situ- situation. Like, I don't know. Do you? Do you I would wo- say no. Very rarely. You wouldn't it's be like, hey, how do you like to have like, your yeah. dick suck? Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, uh, just do it. Right. It's yeah. actually a hard, it actually is a fairly complex uh, question to answer if you don't have the language available mm-hmm. of saying like, oh, well, I, I really like you to start slow and I like, you know, licks all the way up the shaft and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, use your hand, but in this kind of motion, like you have to sort of get used to talking about like that kind of stuff. Do you like saliva on the hand to like help lube it up? Or that's you just, great. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. I've always wondered that. I'm like, should I start spitting in my hand just to like, I don't know, add an extra element of Yeah, or I've, I've had the experience of just like letting the saliva sort of flow mm-hmm. down the shaft and yeah. it like sort of collecting there naturally versus mm-hmm. the licking the hand. But the licking the hand is a... I wasn't thinking like lick f- the hand. I was thinking like... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> spitting in the hand. Licking. Is that sexy? She wants to know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not not sexy. Like I'm never like, man, I really wish I, she hadn't done that. What a buzzkill. I'm like looging like... <laughs> No, I mean okay, a loogie maybe. <laughs> Is that sexy? <laughs> I don't think you can go wrong with with lube, a- any sort of like more lube, even if you're circumcised mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like there's never been too much. Mm-hmm. What about enthusiasm? That's one of the things that we talk about, like the number one tip. <laughs> too much enthusiasm? Do you I mean how much? Okay, so as a how much do you love? Eye contact, um, moaning, you know, including words, the balls, you know, or the, or like words of affirmation, like oh. your cock is so big, I could do this all day. I love the taste of your cock. <laughs> that all is working for me <laughs> right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yes, it's working. That doesn't have. I don't really have a. I don't like haven't received that 
level of enthusiasm very oh, often. I don't think yeah. it's something that's very common. As, I, I don't know, maybe in, in the people that I've dated uh, or slept with, but I love eye contact. Mm-hmm. I think eye contact is incredibly intimate. I've been going to these cuddle parties recently, and uh, one of the things that you can do there is just uh, like do some eye gazing. Yeah. Mm. And the eye gazing is so intimate. I mean, it's, it's really like, you know, like windows into the soul. Mm-hmm. And to do that while also, you know, pleasuring your man yeah. is it just feels like doubly intimate mm-hmm. so i'm into that i'm into like vocalizing i mean i always like to to be very vocal when i'm eating pussy because also i think that you can feel the vibrations mm-hmm. of like a really deep moan mm-hmm. so i i also enjoy receiving that though there's a level in which if you get too loud i become concerned about other people <laughs> hearing yeah then and then in your head then i'm in my head yeah and then i'm in my head in the other head. Mm-hmm. In the other head. Wrong head. <laughs> Wrong head. Damn it. I, there's so many little things. Like the word you said hard earlier. I'm like, dick jokes. It's just like right. endless so dick easy. jokes. Oh, yeah. It really is. We're there, though. Yeah, right. This is where it's at. This is the dick joke episode. <laughs> so are you into the sucking of the balls? Yeah, you. Ha- I mean, that's you have it's, to it's like that. mandatory. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to say that you have balls? to do it. I just started figuring that out. What is sucking mandatory? Oh. Or just touching like, balls. Oh, the balls are great. Actually, sucking of the balls, you have yeah. to be very careful. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because it can be very sensitive. Right. You know, I mean, you can only get one in a, at a time. Yeah. And you don't really want to like kind of clamp down on that. But yeah. For for me, ball play is sort of mandatory. It, even like before you start working on the shaft, like touch my balls. Yeah, touch my balls. Yeah, yeah. Th- I, either throughout the blowjob or like before and during. You know, like take a little intermission, go down, see what's going on with the balls, come back up. How do you like your balls touched? Technique. Technique. Uh, <laughs> I mean, lapping, long lapping, uh, like stroking, kind of like the the perineum. Perineum. Yeah. Up. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, and yeah. I mean, uh, all of it, really. Like licking in between, like the the like crease between the thigh and the ball, oh, like that whole area. Yeah, yeah. Trying to get down closer to the anus, like underneath in the parent perineum area. I was going to say perineum, perineum, perineum. I, perineum. I think it's like tomato, tomato. Yeah. Perineum, perineum. Taint. The taint. Yeah, the taint. taint. Get that tape. Yeah. Do you uh, like when the the legs kind of? Uh, because I find this is really hot, even to do. Like when you're like fucking up the face, you know, where you're taking the legs and you kind of like helping the hips like go up and like helping them. When someone grabs under, you grab like his I, his I'm, thighs and yes, pulling them and up. Yes, I kind of do that because I think that's hot. Just Am I laying on my back? Yeah, yeah. And I'm on top, like facing. Like it could be a sixty nine pose, or it could be the other way. But either, either or. Well, you know, the, the whole deep throat thing, if there's, I mean, that's incredibly arousing, can also be a bit painful as a receiver sometimes. Uh-huh. If there's like, uh, you know, cockhead like slamming up against the back of the throat or uh, it, it depends. It depends. Molars. Molars yeah, yeah. Wisdom yeah. teeth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it depends. There's a technique there that I don't, I have, I don't know how to do because I, I don't have that experience. Um, but yeah, any sort of like grabbing of the the legs and the ass or like let's say i'm standing up and you're giving me a blowjob you know kneeling or something mm-hmm. sort of like grabbing grabbing the ass cheeks feels pull, really yeah. nice i like think that's important to do i think well, it's good what about dethroning is so hot to you uh, there's like an element of like power and control there uh, like mm-hmm. removing breath and like sort of like being able to control that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i get it i have a yeah. master deep throat yeah you're pretty good at that whole the trick of taking the, the <laughs> I'm always like, how do you do that? It's part. It's like a party trick. Like she'll take a dildo, and like she can like 
a sword swallow it pretty much. Like you open your throat and then it goes click and then you can like take it back click. out. I'm like, what? What's the click? The click is so, so when you put, <laughs> <laughs> it does. So when you're putting, when I deep throat a, a dildo or, or a homegrown conch, homegrown conchs are way easier, by the way. I could deep throat a homegrown conch that is the same size as a dildo and, and is way easier than the actual dildo. Is a homegrown conch like a, a was born on your body. Yeah, okay, yeah, got it. On your body, yeah. Not, it's not plat, you know, silicone. And uh, so that's, that's easy. They're more like, you know, bendable, pliable. Um, not building them in half or anything, but more like it's more squished to them. But a silicone dildo is quite challenging to deep throat because it doesn't have a lot of room to give. Right. Um, and so what happens when I deep throat it is I uh, push it in the back, but I don't, I'm not shoving it. You know, I'll like lightly kind of press it into my mouth, and then it will stop in the back of my throat. And my throat just stays closed because it's trying to protect me from dying. Right. And <laughs> so what I do is I just keep lightly pressing. I'm again not shoving. I don't want anything to hurt. I'm not going forcing it, but lightly pressing the dildo. And, if, and then at the same time, I kind of do like a little yawn or like op- like popping my ears like I would as I would on an airplane, opening up the back of my throat a little equalizing. bit. Equalizing. Yeah, equalizing. And um, for all you scuba divers. And, um, and then I eventually what happens is it just keeps going. You know, my throat opens. So that's the click she's talking about. It's closed. It stays closed for like five seconds. It's I trippy. keep pressing. And then five seconds later, it opens and the whole thing goes in. And then I have like, a, it's just, you know, a big seven inch or all the way into the base. It's amazing. Yeah, it's <laughs> He's <laughs> like, I am getting aroused right yeah. now. <laughs> I'm not, but I, but mentally I am. Yeah. 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 It's pretty cool. I was like uh, very impressed. And then I have all the saliva that comes yeah. out. My eyes like are watering and I, ga- I have a gag reflex thing going on. It's the whole shebang. And are you breathing through your nose? Nose, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Even the, when it's like pressed up against the pubes. Yes. I can okay. still, yeah, I can still breathe through my nose my nose yeah right. yeah 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 it's i mean it's a it's a party trick and um and i do when I, so okay let's talk about deep throating and blowjobs then like deep throating is kind of like it's just like a guest appearance you know it doesn't like your whole blowjob isn't one long deep throw or one like all deep throating you know it's a cameo cameo is what i meant yeah, yeah, cameo. Yeah, yeah. it just kind of like so it comes in for five seconds and then it's gone it's and not maybe the full the full the full act yeah. or whatever yeah it's just like a little thing and maybe it's not there in every blowjob i mean what do you think about that I think that's fine. Yeah, can't yeah I, I have zero ex- like expectations that someone's going to deep throat me. Uh-huh. But luckily, I don't have like a huge penis, so it's maybe more likely to happen to <laughs> yeah. me than to <laughs> than to like let's say a, if you had a seven inch yeah. or yeah, or mm-hmm. God forbid a nine inch. I don't even know what I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. So <laughs> I always call I call my penis like a great anal sex penis. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Well, it's yeah, get more action that way. A lot of the average size penises get to have a lot more variety of sex than the the huge ones. Yeah, the monster the dongs. Monster dongs. Yeah, oh my buddy likes to say like whenever I, I I'm like really really confident about something and he doesn't believe me he goes like. Would you bet an inch of dick? <laughs> oh, you're like that's serious. Yeah, it's really serious because so I don't, serious. I can't, I don't have like that much to spare. <laughs> and the answer is always like, no, no, no I don't. <laughs> like, I, I will not bet an inch of dick. Uh, you know, about about deep throating, like it's it's fun. It's not necessary by any means. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a great experience. Personally, I like. I don't need a lot of like in and out. Just mm-hmm. the fact that it's like that. I can sort of feel the sensation through the whole penis. Mm-hmm. Like, feels really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would be hard-pressed. Like, you would have to stay there for a really long time for me to come that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but mentally, it's, it's actually very arousing. Yeah, I bet. And then what about nice. temperature playing into, f- like, coming into effect when you can kind of do, like, a... 
you know, different like sensations. Cold and hot? Right. Oh, or are you talking about, that sounds also like suction. Yeah, it's like a, but it makes a cold sensation when you... Like, you, I don't really need that. Yeah, not your jam. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't <laughs> need that. That might be somebody's jam. It's just certainly not my jam. Yeah. Okay. Wet, wet and warm is mm. is where I'm at. I don't need any cooling effects. Mm-hmm. Wet and warm. I'm, but I'm impressed mm-hmm. that 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 might be an option. So okay, this is what I'm gathering. Well, you can add to this, but for a really fantastic blowjob, I'm gathering starting slow. Yeah. And slow and soft, and then working your way up. Um, enthusiasm is great, especially eye contact, but you like some moaning and just in that kind of thing, conveying yeah. the the connection. A little bit of deep throating is good here and there. There's something else that was said that I just forgot. Warm, wet, and deep. Oh, you can't forget the balls. Don't forget, Don't the, balls. forget the balls. Don't forget the balls. Warm, wet, and deep. Warm, wet, and deep. Also, uh, using your hand can really accelerate. On the like, shaft. Like the yeah. whole uh-huh. motion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the up and down with a twirl, but not too much. Yeah. You know, especially like some people just can't go deep because of their gag reflex or uh, so. So, yeah, use your hand if you need to use your hand. Yeah, uh, well, and maybe I have a super small mouth, so it's hard to do that. I have to use a lot of hand. Yeah, use the hand. Yeah. I used to care about that. I used to be like, oh, don't use your hand, you know. Oh, oh. why? why? <laughs> you should only use you your mouth. You should only use your mouth. Yeah, I don't know, because I was younger and I didn't. I, young I, I, I wasn't. Yeah, I was a young dude. I wasn't like as <laughs> like, accepting. Is that how it's supposed to be done? Blow me more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like I've, I have evolved. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and now I'm just like, I'm just happy if I am getting a blowjob. You know, a, a really good trick that I've used a few times. Times, and you'd be proud of me, Amy, is squirt an Uber Lube, like uh, just a s- little squirt right of Uber Lube in your mouth, especially if you've been drinking and wine. W- wine <laughs> or, you know, sometimes you're just nervous, right? You're like maybe in an, a sexual experience with someone you don't, you know, aren't super connected to, you don't know super well. Just take a little, if you have Uber Lube packets or whatever, or you buy some and they're on your bed nightstands, just take a little squirt and then your mouth will stay lubricated and then you can have a whole fun because it doesn't taste bad either. Well, there's no flavor and there's no scent and it won't hurt your body. And if it you won't put it in your mouth, it right. just goes right if through your body. If you're going to have penetrative sex after that, it won't hurt your body because it's there's nothing bad in there. Yeah, there you it's go. It's a trick. Yeah, wow. Can, yeah, we have it at Pure Pleasure. You can go get everyone. Nice. This trick coming from the woman who's given five blowjobs. No, no, five people. Uh, five oh. people. People. Okay, okay, Not five people. Blowjobs. Oh, people. <laughs> Humans. Okay, okay, yeah. Five people. I've given blowjobs yeah. a, a lot to the people I have. Sorry, as I was saying that, I knew I was saying it wrong. Yes. <laughs> I knew. I was like, no. fuck, fuck, no. I have yeah. definitely had a lot of oral stim Can we say out you had there. A lot of dick in your mouth? Yeah, just for just only five, only five select people. crew. Of yes. yeah. There's only Elite. a select what handful. What an honor to be one of those dicks. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and no, it's true. <laughs> and for you, the penetrative sex. Yeah, what, what an a, honor. What an honor to be in my pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. It is. It's nice. I remember when Amy oh, had a birthday and I was like, you need to go get some more dick for your birthday. Oh, yeah. As like a, well, no, it was, to like so commemorate. It was, my, it was my 32nd. Was it 32nd? 32nd. 32nd birthday. And she was the about guy, to be 33. And yeah, no, it's turning 32. Oh, it's turning 32. And it, for my 32nd birthday, I slept with this new person for the first time that night, you know, woke up in his in his bed the next day on my 32nd birthday. So it was, and he was number 32 of people I had slept But with. I had encouraged it thoroughly because she was like debating and I was like, dude. part of it is it's now April's boyfriend. This is true. <laughs> oh. Yes. Yeah. Whoa. That's how I met him. Yeah. She so sourced he, him first. He came, this yeah. is deep. Yeah, this is deep. This is very deep. Yeah. So we're, what do you call it? Eskimo sisters. Eskimo, Eskimo sisters. <laughs> yeah. No, I think sister. Yeah. yeah is it oh, Eskimo is it, Well, sisters? it's Eskimo brothers. I don't know what it is for sisters. Is, is that sisters? a microaggression, though? Probably. 
Oh, are we not? We can't say Eskimo brothers anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. Probably I have can't no say idea. Eskimo sisters anymore. Can we say like sister wives? That's a, oh, is that hurtful to the Mormons? I don't know. So Sisters? you guys, you guys slept with the same dude. We're yeah, s- yeah. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. We need a new word yeah. now. We, we, we could we, just call ourselves Santa Cruz Sisters because the town is so small. Everybody's banged it out. There with you go. Way. But that's that's disrespectful to Santa Cruz. No, oh, shit. it's not. It's a fishbowl. Okay. There's only so many hot people. What about just sex sisters? No. I don't know. Sex <laughs> sisters. There's a lot of hot people in Santa Cruz. That's the problem. I know. Yeah. And the solution. You should maybe come to see. Well, let me know. Yeah, yeah come on, bring yeah. in more hot people, more hot people. Yeah, you got to. You got to uh, all the applicant, all the applicants for my potential next girlfriend have to go through you. I know this is. Uh, yeah, so everyone, um, we, we're going to. What's the out email? What's your email? Shamelesssexpodcast at gmail okay. We would like um, one headshot. No, that's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you more than one headshot. More than one. Three headshot. headshots. Yeah. Professional. No, s- no sunglasses. No catfishing. We want a full body and a face. But what's more important is your actual, no, um, your heart and your description of yourself. That's tell what I'm saying. I don't dreams, think that Tell us your passions. Yes. Values. I think yeah, values are important. The look. I mean, you have to be somewhat attracted to someone. But it's about. I think it's about ten percent of the full package. If someone is funny. And oh yeah, well I mean if that is. Do you like funny? What yeah. are you? What are you? Oh, I hate funny. <laughs> I want to be the funny one in the relationship. Yeah, you yeah but what if someone made you laugh all the time and you were laughing together? I would. That would be amazing. Yeah, I would really like. You have that. to call out what you want and write it down, and you're going to find the perfect partner. Now we're coaching me. But okay, he's let's the go. Love coach. I know. Well, that's that's the problem. It's yeah. like the what is it? What do we call the wounded healer? Um, <laughs> the wounded healer. Oh, wounded, I've never I heard mean, that what, one. That's what I refer to myself as. You know, I, I give people sex advice all the time, and I run in my own walls around sexuality. Where I'm like, yeah. I talk about this all the time, and this is still an issue for me but sometimes. That's the thing. It's like the you know, wound, that's why I'm so inspired to help people is because I'm still I'm so uh, so interested in my own journey about in understanding it that I have a lot. I've, I'm learning constantly, a lot yeah. to share with people, and you're also open give. about it. You're yeah. not pretending. You're not like, oh, my relationship. I got perfect. it all figured yeah. out. It's like no, yeah. it's it can yeah. change. Month it's a month. dumpster fire over here. <laughs> <laughs> dumpster fire. <laughs> Party of one. Dumpster fire. Me Party? and my dog. Well, can you, you, I think that just we can manifest it after today. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll I've been working. Tools. I've been working on calling it into the universe. We'll give yeah. you free access to our online yeah. video workshop. Sign up Cyber Monday. Oh. Cyber Monday. <laughs> oh wait, it is Cyber Monday. But should we have uh, Sean answer a sex question? Yes, yes, and we can talk more about the dick because this one is about the dick. All right, we'll okay. start with the. the the dick question. D-y-a-ka. D-y-a-ka. Okay, Sean, you're going to help us answer this. <clears throat> this is from a listener. I'm, she didn't say, wait, I'm not going to use her name. So, <laughs> listener says, I am currently dating a 28 year old man, and we've only been dating for 1.5 months. We said we would wait to wait for penetrative sex, so we've only been doing foreplay. But now we are ready to have sex, but he suddenly can't get hard, which was never a problem before. I made the mistake of bringing it up after the third time it happened and maybe being a bit upset about it, which I really regret because he was put in the position of having to comfort me and tell me he finds me attractive, that he really likes me, etc. I was all a bit much. It was all a bit much, and he ended up being hurt and feeling like I thought he was bad at sex. He told me I should not have talked to him about not getting hard because now there's so much more pressure and he's not even into trying anymore, and he felt like this problem would be super difficult to fix. He said that he isn't used to liking someone and that usually he just has random casual sex with people, so it feels different with me. And he doesn't feel that intense attraction yet because we haven't had sex yet. That was hurtful to me, but I feel the same way because he hasn't really satisfied me yet. Ooh, 
I felt like I emasculated him with my comments, which I said out of a place of insecurity and retaliation. How can we both relax and not feel this intense pressure for him to get hard? Should we get drunk or something? I can't help but feel unwanted and unattractive. And I'm sincerely bored of all the foreplay, and I don't really want to do it anymore. Damn. Damn. What the fuck are you giving me? That is the most <laughs> complex thing. There is so much in there. There's a lot in there. There's there's a little bit of dysfunction on both parts. Uh-huh. There's uh, there's wanting something that might not happen. There's like there's a ton of insecurities. There's also a lot of awareness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing. There's there's an awareness of the shame that has been. Um, caused or given in the way that it was um, in the way that it was conveyed. Maybe let's just start talking about uh, erectile stuff. Like let's start with erections. Maybe we can kind of like fuse that into this person, this here, because they're essentially saying. So the the person that the the penis owner is saying, I usually just have casual sex. You know, I just have like some hookups here and there, and the stakes are low. The stakes are I low. Get hard. I get hard. Now when the stakes are high, I like you. I'm yeah. worried that you're not that, that this is going to go away. Yeah. So now my cock doesn't get as there's hard. There's pressure uh-huh. for me to perform. Yeah. And now uh, there's extra pressure because you made a you because you made a point of saying, point of saying something. something. Yeah. Well, I think making a I think saying something after the third time is totally fine. It's it's how you say it. it. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing it's wrong with really like important. having a discussion about the fact that. Oh my god, your dick isn't hard again. Yeah, what the fuck's wrong with your dick? Yeah, don't say that. But then also, you know, this person was feeling insecure about the fact that his dick wasn't getting hard. Yeah. And like that's not really on her. Yeah. That's his own. It's his not own really on anybody yeah. if the dick doesn't get hard. Dicks don't get hard sometimes. And sometimes dicks don't get hard. Yeah. Envi- it can be environmental, it can be stress, it can be it, related it to so like many pressure. different things. I mean, it sounds like he essentially was like, like you said, the stakes are high here and there's a lot of pressure. And pressure in, in erections don't really work so well. A pressure with a hand, yes, but mental pressure doesn't really do so well for erections. And uh, she said that he said, because <laughs> <she> <laughs> I don't know what he said, we only know what she said, yeah. that that like he hasn't developed uh like uh, arousal or he's not into her or something because he hasn't had sex with her? No, well, no, she, he, she, when she complained to him about the erection thing, he had to kind of go into caretaker mode with her and, and let her know how attracted he is to her. Yeah, but because further, she further down, further down. Oh, he's, he said that he isn't used to liking someone. Uh, he doesn't feel that intense attraction yet because we haven't had sex yet. So right, so like, I d- that's kind of, that's, strange like well, i don't need yeah. to have sex with someone to be intensely to, to be attracted to them and he actually did say i am super attracted to you initially but then later that he actually said something different what's going on what is going <laughs> on here <laughs> yeah. i mean i my thought would be and we can't really we don't know this is a guess is that he's you know his ins- what happens when people get shame is they it brings up a lot of stuff for them and sometimes they start to point people are pointing the finger you know it's you it's not me and so if you only if you had said that about my cock, then it wouldn't be a problem. And also, by the way, we haven't had sex yet, so I'm not that attracted to you, and that's another reason why. Like, finger pointing, it's blaming. It's blaming to kind of work with the issues that are at hand. And also talking about being bored with foreplay, I get that, but I think they need to work through some of that, too, to sort of be intimate with one another. She said that she's bored with foreplay, and she doesn't really want to do it anymore. But that's all part of helping the cock kind of respond to your... To the eye gazing, like you were talking about, doing simple things that are exciting for you to get to know each other, uh, and tapping into maybe other things that aren't just focused on your cock, because 
that isn't fair to either of the people. And she's sounds like she's taking a lot of this on herself. She's making like, it really personal. Right. And I that's mean, yeah, this is the part she's saying, I can't help but feel unwanted. I, I get that. That's happened to me before in sexual encounters with pr- past partners where I was like, what's wrong? Is it me? Like your cock's not responding. But there were so many other factors. I mean, it's the same play. thing like someone going down on my pussy and I don't have an orgasm. They make it personal. Like, yeah. you don't, you're not attracted to me. You don't like me. You know, there must be something wrong here. I'm like... No, yeah, I, I'm, there's plenty of things here. Maybe it's some skills, but I could be completely attracted to you, and, and maybe you're not great at eating my pussy or whatever. Like, it doesn't we can people make it personal in all kinds of ways, and it's and it doesn't have to be that way. I think that's the best answer when someone's like, "Oh, you're not attracted to me." You just be like, "No, your skills suck." Yeah, <laughs> you're just not good at what you're doing. <laughs> End <Why>? of conversation. <laughs> yeah. End of relationship. Yeah, and we will not see each other again. So Thanks. I think I found the answer. Oh yeah, okay. what is it? I have recently had a little bit of experience with uh, tantric breathing mm. in partner in, with a partner, and it is extremely, or can be, at least in my case, extremely arousing to to sort of like cultivate that energy. And the way I understood it is that I mean I think there's multiple ways of doing it, but one of the ways is that you can just start to like s- like basically sit in front of your partner. You both sit like uh, cross legged. Uh, knees touching and you start to breathe for five minutes while eye gazing and you sort of sync up your breaths. Mm. And then at one point, the the way I understand it is that as we're syncing breaths, like um, my partner will breathe, will breathe in through her heart. Mm. She'll breathe out through her root chakra, like Yoni. Yoni. Mm-hmm. Oh no, she'll breathe. No, I'll breathe out through my yoni. Yeah, your lingam. <laughs> my your lingam. Cock, your cock. I'm I'm breathing out through my cock. She's breathing in through her yoni, uh-huh. and then she's breathing out through her heart, and into I'm breathing in through my heart. Yeah, it's a circular breath. Exactly, uh-huh. and then she like crawls into my lap and does that, and mm. then there's like more closeness, mm. more eye gazing, and then that circular breath thing was incredibly arousing. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's something that this couple can well, try. Well, it would also get them out of their heads. There's like, this is all heady stuff right here. They're all like... Totally. They're all overanalyzing things like, why this, why that, this must be happening. You know, all these insecurities and the pressures all in the head. And honestly, like the best thing for a cock that's not getting hard, like th- I like this, this breath piece, but even before that is when the cock isn't hard... You make that okay. You know, you don't say like, oh, fuck, your cock's not hard. What's wrong? Is it that you're not attracted to me? Yeah, your cock's lame. It's more like, okay, like that's all good. I'm just happy to be playing with you. I'm just excited to be intimate with you, be naked with you. Like there's so many other things we can do. And then all of a sudden the cock might get hard because it's like, oh, the pressure's off. I'm accepted as I am. You could also try a Pulse 3 Duo. They have it at purepleasure.com. It has medical-based technology that basically uses oscillation. Oscillation causes involuntary erections slash orgasms, depending on how long it's used, in cock owners. So it has nine years of medical research. I am the VP of Hot Octopus. I started working with the company because the science behind it was so amazing. They have it at Pure Pleasure. You can actually get, I think it's, how much are you giving off right now? They get 15% off. 15%. They use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps. There you go. But that would be, it's a couple's toy because it also thinks about vulvas. But that, if it is a deeper condition, that could be another mode, a modality to help, not, I don't want to ever say fix, but mitigate the issue 
temporarily. And throw a cock ring on that bad boy. Yeah, there you go. There's already a little blood flow in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. throw a cock ring, throw an Aniero prostate massager oh, no, on the we backside. Had the Adam Plus, too. Oh, yeah, it hits the prostate, too. That oh, has, my God. It hits the, it hits there the you go. Perineum. Just go, just hit, you, you know, a trifecta. Yeah. Throw all the toys at it. Guaranteed do some, hard do some <laughs> circular <laughs> breath. And also just accept the fact that, like, Shit isn't always the same. Yeah. Things change. Things change. I think yeah. leaving some of the, the attitude, though, at the door is really helpful. So I mean, you're talking about acceptance. Play. You're talking about yeah. acceptance yeah. that that it's okay for, for penises not to get hard. There's a lot of, I think there's a lot of um, expectations that, you know, Something's wrong if you can't get hard. Yeah. 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 Well, it's the same thing of like the 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 shame that men receive is like size, but also hardness is a is a big part of that too. You, you gotta know? be hard. Yeah, you gotta be hard. But then w- that changes with age. Like, you know, you're in your sixties, seventies, eighties, your hardness is bound to change unless you're constantly taking Viagra and even that won't affect you at some point, right? Or won't even do, do as much as it used to. Dude, That's I'm thirty six. How's and your that sh- my cock is fine (laughs) (laughs) thank you for asking uh the cock my cock is fine but like i don't get as many erections as i used to i don't i get less more like morning erections Mm -hmm. i wake up with less morning erections than like your 20s that was like for sure every morning Mm -hmm. up until my like early 30s and now it's like maybe one out of two Mm -hmm. nights or mornings i'll wake up uh with morning wood, I get less spontaneous erections. Mm-hmm. My libido is like I'm just less interested in casual sex, uh, right? And so because I'm looking for more of a heart connection and mm-hmm. I'm looking for more intimacy and testosterone levels, they do start to decline. Oh my god, over yeah, the years, and so it's something to consider uh, in general. Like your just your sex drive changes, not your love drive. Your sex drive, oh, not my love drive. Yeah. Nice plug. Yeah, I, come to thelovedrive.com if you need to work <laughs> on your love drive. Yeah, there you go. He'll help you to work on it's it. It's like sex drive for your heart. Oh, yes. that's a, precious. Sean has a heart on for you. That's We've right. been full of like taglines. Like, I want to leave you with one more today is turn that attitude into gratitude. Oh, cute. Give Make it thanks. sexy, though. Give thanks. Yeah, Give thanks. <laughs> All right, well, I'll just, uh, I think we answered a lot of these, these pieces here, but um, I think from what Sean said, um, get out of your. Uh, there's a lot of head here. Like get out. <laughs> a lot of head. Get, I can't. I can't help it. I'm like a sixth grade boy. Um, <laughs> get out of your head. Get in your body. Do some breath work. Some heart heart filled breath work. They asked, should we get drunk or something? Um, that is not good for erections. Um, maybe one drink, but after that, the erections not so much. Um, don't stop taking it personally. This isn't a necessarily about you. Maybe the shame has something to do with you because this person's feeling shame, but don't make the erection personal about your appearance. Like, obviously, they're into you if they're hanging out with you. Um, and get on board for all the foreplay. Um, okay, so let's. I have two more pieces about the cock. Wait, what about refractory period? Yes, I was going to say. Okay, because so I, I feel like it's a good segue. Yeah, let's go into refractory period. I also want to talk about ejaculation a little bit too before we wrap it up. So Ejaculatory control? Yes, which people, the premature blah, blah. Um, but yeah, let's do refractory period. So chat, like, t- like erections, also changes with age. I mean, I'm a one ejaculation dude now. And per, then you, per you weren't before. Per session. Per session, yeah. yeah. How, long, how long do you need before you can... Get hard. Well, can you get hard again after an amount of time, or is it? Yeah, I think like a good twenty minutes. Okay, I'm gonna need some. I need a breather. And then different from when you were in your twenties. I I remember being able to stay hard. Oh, even after you like I, I I could like 
I, I think I remember having I was having sex with a woman intercourse, and I came inside of her, and then I just stayed hard. You could keep and then, going. like five minutes later, we were back at it. Yeah, uh-huh. but that, like that's that's like some teen teen business right yeah. there. And what is the experience of refractory period for you? Like after your jacket, what are you feeling in your eyes? Do you get like the sleepiness? You know, do you, is it is it like? You kind of want to roll over and eat a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah, p- yeah, pastrami. Now I'm vegetarian <laughs> like now, so like a portobello. Yeah, portobello. There you um, go. <laughs> I my arousal goes way down. Mm-hmm. I'm just less aroused, yeah. and so often, I mean, you know, Dr. Ian Kerner, she comes first. That has like sort of been my bible for a long time, yeah. because I'm just less interested in sex after I orgasm, mm-hmm. and I am not. I have not gotten to the point where I can separate ejaculation from orgasm Master yet. The art I haven't mastered it, but you know, I'm working. If your lover had an orgasm, would you stay tapped in until they do? Wait, what? A what? If you have an orgasm before the person that you're hooking up with, uh. would you still see it through, or are you just done after that? Oh, like no, you don't no, want to no. play. No, I, I'm totally it's down to play. Okay, yeah, can, you just yeah. don't want any uh, uh, to be touched. I'm just I'm less that. excited about sex, okay. but it doesn't mean that I can't do it because it's going to please my partner or because we're not done. But oftentimes, like I can just give oral sex at that point, and then and I'm 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 like happy to do it. I'm just like less excited to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, but like if if I am going down on you before I have orgasmed, I'm hard the whole time, mm-hmm. which is like great. It's like amazing foreplay. But if if I if I come and then I and then I go down on you, I'm just like I'm just not as aroused, mm-hmm. which is yeah, fine. Yeah. But I'm I'm less like enthusiastic about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I'm wondering. So okay, refractory period. Is what we talk about blue balls? Like that's not a refractory period thing, but like, what's up with blue balls? I don't think that's a real thing. I know that's okay. what I'm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think you can just like jerk off. Yeah, the, the, and so then it, it's over. It's like a cop out for like I need you to do something because otherwise you get blue balls and it's really uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I mean, I have had had that experience usually earlier in life where if I'm aroused for a long period of time and there's a lot of like arousal and then de-arousal, you know, mm-hmm. up and down, sort of like a roller coaster with no release yeah it can be like intense Mm -hmm. there can be a lot of like pressure sort of in my in like my testicles or just like in my in my my groin area like there's just a lot of like blood flow and pressure that goes away after you after you ejaculate but you just so like someone else i can do it on my own yeah someone else doesn't have to caretake that for yeah no but i understand i mean i understand the sort of childish argument around like oh do it for me or else my balls are gonna ache you know like (laughs) what about blue ovaries Uh, i know i don't know if my ovaries don't get blue but i have experienced those times when i've had like such intense arousal and then something has happened where it just kind of like dies off and there isn't more touch or um or ability to like keep keep feeding that and it's like super fr- it's more frustrating yeah it is, isn't a physiological thing like where like i feel heaviness in my genitals but it's more like like i don't feel like this that often like this intensity like craving hunger need to keep going when it's kind of like if it dies in that moment it's definitely more like i think i get angry yeah <laughs> like we gotta utilize this <laughs> this is gold and in my experience sometimes that'll happen i'll be a little frustrated but eventually when i build that arousal back up Let's say I do that several times over the day. The the orgasm is outrageous. Uh huh. Yeah. It's so it. so yeah. incredible. Yeah. It's yeah. not like 
it's going away. Mm-hmm. It's just we're putting it on hold for now, and it's going to be even more powerful next time. Yeah, make sure. it even hotter. Mm-hmm. So yeah, refractory. I just I just needed some time, and yeah. I'm happy to keep playing. And it's a good time to use mouse fingers or sex toys, or if you can't, you know, you're in the refractory period, and you're literally exhausted, or not interested. It's an opportunity to also say like, I want to watch you touch yourself, or let's oh get out God. the magic wand, or or let's take a break. Yeah, let's just. Hang I out. love breaks. Breaks are great. Let's eat a sandwich. Let's eat a sandwich, and let's let's make it naked yeah let's eat it naked and let's go back to bed yeah mm-hmm. or let's like let's that. massage let's cuddle there's so many I, things that I you can do let's play on our iphones for five minutes <laughs> and then come back and then come back there's all these things that you can do that the, like you don't have to keep going i'm a big fan of breaks yeah i like breaks a little chocolate break Ooh. pee break red wine break red wine break. yeah i don't <laughs> drink but apparently you two do <laughs> no we don't <laughs> yes we don't drink right yes no, i love no. the wine not at all and then what was the last bit that you were just asking i just about. want to ask about uh your th- on the ejaculation piece too because i think this is um a big uh, and i specifically want to ask not about premature ejaculation but about swallowing what is your thought because we're talking about blowjobs coming back to that like uh, what are your thoughts because i know that there's some there is still this idea that it's like a not a real blowjob unless they swallow i've never swallowed april still has never swallowed by good the way. for you yeah what uh? What are you? Th- what are your thoughts on swallowing? I think whatever. I mean, it's cool if you do it. It's cool if you don't. You can just let it flow all over my dick, and then I'll go and wipe it off <laughs> in the bathroom. I have my own hands. I can do that. Yeah, I think like women have been used to getting cummed on for so long, and in so many different like pull out. You know, like there's just women generally are doing most of the labor when it comes to like receiving sperm. Mm-hmm. And so if like, <laughs> yes. and, then, and then we get pregnant and, and then, yeah, so then, yeah, not even, yeah, let alone like internally, yeah. but externally, I feel like women are getting cummed on way more than dudes are. And so <laughs> the, the few times where I get sperm on me, like it's okay. I can handle it. it it's yeah. mine. Yeah. You know? So, but I, I, but again, I understand how like, young males might feel like you know you need to swallow my my cum because it's a, glorified it's like a power it yeah. is it's a power play and it's learning it's learning about sex through pornography does it change so say uh if someone you were to ejaculate, don't kiss me that's gross Ew, i know you're like <laughs> um that's this came from bizarre. your own body yeah daddy. Uh, what, so what if is it change if, if someone you were to ejaculate in someone's mouth or in their in an orifice versus not in there? Does it feel better to ejaculate in a mouth or in the orifice versus not in there, like in a hand or just open air onto your body? On the titties. Yeah. I mean, does it feel better? Is, is the sensation that different? No. Okay. I mean, more connected. I guess. I guess yes, in the sense that like if you stopped blowing me and then started using your hand it would feel different because mm-hmm. you've just changed the like mode so, of yeah. stimulation. Uh, yeah. There's like the intimacy piece where I guess like if you're swallowing my sperm or it's in your mouth, it's like extra intimate. Yeah. Extra close, uh-huh. which is kind of nice. It's like a bonus, but it's not like a must. It it's not going to ruin. I'm just yeah. like, ugh, what a lame blowjob. Can we even swallow my sperm? <laughs> I mean, some people also have like gross tasting sperm. That's true. If you drink a lot of caffeine, if you eat shitty food, if you smoke cigarettes, it's going to taste terrible. Mm-hmm. If true. you're healthy and you if you eat a plant based diet and you don't smoke and you don't drink alcohol, it's probably going to taste a lot better. So you're saying not the traditional American diet. Yeah. So if you have rancid <laughs> you're eating the sperm, McDonald's every day. Yeah. If yeah, if you're eating the sad diet and sad diet. the standard American diet, and oh, yeah, and uh, your partner says that your sperm smells or tastes gross, well then maybe you need to change up your diet. More greens. Word. 
Yeah, but more not, greens. Not iceberg lettuce, everyone. Real spinach. What about romaine? Not romaine, romaine not either. Not romaine right now. We're having a romaine problem. <laughs> oh, whoa. Yeah, there was a... Was it e- I'm not e- a... I'm a e- spring e- mix slash arugula kind of human. Oh, nice. Mm. Spicy. Yeah. It's good for your liver. She likes it. Clean out all the juan. Well, no, uh, arugula also has... Is, um, I'm going to say this wrong. It's not nitric, os- nitric, nitrous, nitric, something that helps with blood flow that is good for blood flow to the genitals. Oh, good. Arugula, watermelon, um, there's a couple other things, chocolate on the list. Hmm. I mean, it, I don't know how much it helps, but a little bit goes a long way, everyone. Um, Sean, you're fucking awesome. Wait, but we're, are we done? We're done, almost s- done. Do you, what else do you have? On the, you, like, well, what so you we, we didn't really talk about premature ejaculation, but basically... Oh, we, yeah, we can. Yeah, there, you, you know, there are things that you can do to, like, crank down yeah, a little this bit. this is an important thing. Let's talk about it this It really one, is. Yeah. And I think it's really important. Maybe people can just go and pick up Montauk Chia's The Multi-Orgasmic Man because uh, there yeah. is... Also at Pure Pleasure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. it's. It, I mean, it's sort of the Bible on separating ejaculation from orgasm, but there's also tips on how to like crank down a little bit. And basically breathing, yeah. sound, a lot of like, you know, big belly breath and sort of moving the energy away from the, the genitals. genitals. Yeah, yeah, and like, you know, bring it into your heart. Okay. Oh, do you know why Jesus can't get you pregnant? Why? Because he comes in your heart. Ah. Uh, so move, <laughs> move the energy. I There's ways that people died a little really inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did we just did we did we lose some viewers? I mean, it's bound to happen. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> we're, you know, we do the, probably lose them all. You the can time. edit that out. Uh, no, we're oh, keeping it. Okay. Keeping it. Uh, you know, <laughs> like making sure, like let's say you have a spectrum of one to ten, ten being ejaculation. Like try to stay in the six to seven zone in terms of arousal level, mm-hmm. and so like taking breaks to go and go down on your partner, right? To like eat or whatever like stop receiving and start giving mm-hmm. right so let's say you, you are you know let's say you you're having penetrative sex remove sensation and start giving more sensation so that you can crank down a little bit yeah i think it's, it's just it's it's fine to do well what a lot of people think is once you start you have to keep going you can't slow down you can't stop and they're not even paying attention to their breath and they're doing the you know the short shallow breathing I mean, and they're and it, like, there's so many things that you can do to slow down arousal, but it's just not what they're taught. And so you don't see that in porn. They're like, oh, hey, hot porn star, let's take a break. Let's just, let's just eye gaze for let's a little eat bit. eat some raisins. Let's yeah, <laughs> eat some raisins and take <laughs> deep breaths. I'm going to pull the energy out of my genitals with this deep Into breath. my heart. Into my heart, yeah. <laughs> I have a heart on. It sells a lot of porn. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's helpful because, um, and that, a lot of that erections, and ejaculation, they're very much related to, um, which we talked about on the last podcast too, it can become like an internal psych out, right? Like you have one experience where you uh, come earlier than you would have liked to, Mm. and then you're in your head after that, I'm going to come too early next time. Oh no, what if I come? What if I come? Bam, came too early. And you're, because you're in your your head, and it's like the self-fulfilling prophecy versus being present and taking those deep breaths. And I love that book, um, The Multi-Gasmic Man. It's really great. Things, even if because that the premise of that one is also like how to have multiple orgasms without ejaculation, which is quite the art. And if you don't even get to that, that's fine. Like, it's just about having more control over your body and ejaculatory control. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you can master some elements of ejacular, uh, ejaculatory control, great. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, the, the, the holy grail that might be the separating orgasm from ejaculation, and that 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 could be sort of a, a lifelong pursuit mm-hmm. everything before that is is great yeah the holy grail everyone the holy grail the holy and grail. how can folks find you sean the love drive.com or on instagram at the love drive i do free love advice Ooh. on fridays Ooh. Um, on my instagram account so people can 
uh, on my story, or they can send me, they can slide into my DMs, and I will answer their love, sex, dating, relationship It's going questions. down in the DM? It's going down in the DMs. I also do free love advice uh, on my podcast. So okay. if people have a question, I'll schedule like a 30-minute podcast with them, and we'll just, we'll like workshop their thing. Cool. Awesome. Well, so that's people, really cool. they get free love advice, I get a podcast episode, and then my listeners get to eavesdrop in on, on like a really interesting conversation that often helps people. And your podcast is on all the apps, iTunes, Google Play. It's on all the apps. Just Spotify. go to the thelovedrive.com. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Boom. And if you need, um, you know, I do private quick chats. Uh-huh. If you need a little bit more privacy, a little bit more discretion, because you, you don't feel like going on my podcast yeah. and t- telling me your love stories or your love issues. Um, we can work together in private. Yeah, cool. you do coaching beyond just like the quick things too. You do actual coaching sessions. I'm a love advisor. Oh, and also, yeah, love so advisor. love advice and love coaching are two different things. Uh-huh. Coaching is if you have like more of an ongoing need, you have some goals that you want to meet, you know, and, and you might need more than one session. Love advice is like, hey, I just have this thing and I, I just need to workshop this thing with you. Mm. And let's just bang it out. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just bang, bang, bang it, it out. out. That's like one of my I favorite honestly, things to say. I feel like a little tiny year old boy. I'm just like, oh, so funny. Oh, this is what happens when we get together. I know. This is fun. Wait, can you move here from Montreal and stay I here know. forever? I can move back. Can you move back? Not really. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. Because I, I left the Bay Area three years ago because this place is very... I just needed a cheaper place to live. Yeah, it's expensive. Not, this house, Jesus. this house is so dope. This house is fine. It's great. And Montreal is open and diverse and full of young people. We and love Montreal. Yeah, and been there many times. We're going to be back in the spring, I think, in Montreal, right? Probably wants to come every year. Please come and. No, they're yeah. not doing that. They're not doing that until 2020. They're skipping next year, by the way. Son of a month. Who is so it? It's one of our customers. They own the sex shop Seductions right? in Montreal. In Montreal, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah. There's a few of them. Yeah. Um, well, awesome. I hope all of our listeners enjoyed you round two. We did. We and did. I love you both. Aww, Aww, we love you, Sean. Um, and if you love us, oh, well, if we you do. love wine, if you love wine, <laughs> we got to do a wine shout out because we didn't oh, drink yeah. wine today. We drank green tea. Can you tell we're heavily caffeinated? We are heavily caffeinated. I think caffeinated. the wine helps to calm us down, help us speak a little slower. It's too. true. Um, but anyways, shout out to our girl, Megan Bell at Margins Wine. She is offering you all a very, very special deal. If you go to her website at marginswine.com and you enter the coupon code SHAMELESSSEX10, you get 10% off of three bottles or more. And SHAMELESSSEX15 gets you 15% off of six or more. Her she's wine is delicious. And it's, she's running out. So go to her website and get some. And it's reasonably priced. It's You'll love it. It's raw wine. It's raw wine. Organic, delicious. No sulfites added. It's every all time, natural. Every time we bring it to a party, people are super impressed. Yeah, I brought like, it last night. Everyone loved it. It got drank it. real quick. And we didn't get a chance to address OMGS because this was a penis-centric well, episode. they're going to do a, a penis um, season soon. Oh, they I are. I mean, soon meaning it could be like a year or two. I think I think they're actually in the study phase of it. Um, because they're so they're they're do it's a research based online program where you get to watch these videos to learn about sexual pleasure. Season one is all about external vulva pleasure and it just teaches you different ways to uh, please a vulva in these very educational videos. They studied over two thousand women to figure out the two thousand women between the ages of eighteen and ninety five. And it teaches you not only like it's it's not for like a broken person, right? It's for anyone and everyone. You want to add more things to the menu on how to please your own vulva or a vulva. It 
it just really enhances even the we knowledge. even check out the videos on a regular lots yeah. of we had just had a, an amazing author and doctor phd um wendy martin wednesday wednesday but she goes by wendy she does we're homies now she's wendy yeah what that's sometimes she goes by anyway she also homies now. and she's a <laughs> massive researcher into sexual she, health yeah, sexual um pleasure and studying female pleasure but she wrote, she loves omgs we love omgs do you know about omgs i love omgs yay, yay. Awesome. and there's interactive video so check it out if you haven't and use the Actually, what's the if website? If you go to omgs.com backslash shameless, you get $5 off. And yes. it's not a subscription. You can get season one. Season two is coming out, which will be more about internal pleasure, G-spot, squirting, all that stuff. I don't think they're calling it squirting, but female ejaculation. Female ejaculation. And then soon there will be the penis season because penises, too, there's a diverse array of how they want to be touched and all the techniques. So. Penises ejaculate, too. They do. They <laughs> sure <laughs> do. What is the movie? I just want to end it with that um uh, oh my god, I'm not remembering. It's like kindergarten cop and like one of the kids. Is I, I my mom told me that girls have ginas and boys have something like that. Yeah, something. Yeah, I got a ginas. No, my mom <laughs> said I got a ginas. Something like that. <laughs> oh my god. I do remember that. I think it's I think it's like um, twins when with Arnold Schwarzenegger and. Uh, Danny DeVito. No, it's the one that it's one of those that boys have penises, is it girls Mrs. Have I think it's Kindergarten Cop. Is it Kindergarten <laughs> yeah, Cop? I yeah. yeah. I think I Arnold Schwarzenegger was like, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good Schwarzenegger. Come to my house in Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, yeah. all right, y'all. Thank you so much, Sean. We love you, Sean. Thank you so much. We I really appreciate it. So and if you love our podcast, please go to iTunes, write meow, and give us five stars. We read every single one, and we love each and every one of you so much. Thank you for tuning in this Tuesday. We'll see you next Tuesday, y'all. Ciao for now. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com.